Start your business for the freedom of time. Now you're tired of the hustle and grind. There's gotta be a better way. It's time to listen to Chill and Prosper. Welcome to Chill and Prosper. You're ready to chill and prosper with Denise Duffield Thomas. Hey, gorgeous, and welcome to another episode of Chill and Prosper. Today we're talking about a question of monetization. Does everything in your business need to be monetized? Do you need to make money out of every single thing that you do in your business? Hmm, juicy, juicy topic. So you might be surprised by my answer because, yes, I talk about money mindset and charging what you're worth, but I'm also a chillpreneur. Not everything needs to be monetized necessarily because, this is what I believe, you can do whatever business you want. You can set up your business however you like. You can do whatever business model that works for you. But everything has customer service implications. Everything has logistical implications. And so because I'm lazy and smart, smazy, I really... um, look at everything in my business and some things are deliberately not monetized because in the long run that creates more ease and flow for me and sometimes it causes like it actually creates more abundance down the track so you might have that question too and especially nowadays when there's so many different things you could do right it's like well should I write books should I write free books should I create a podcast should I do speaking should I have an app all of those things. And so you might think, well, which bits should be monetized and which bits shouldn't and what's okay. So let me just share with you one thing. Um, And I talk about this in my book where I have an app. So it's a money tracking app. And honestly, the only reason I did it is because at the time, lots of people were creating apps and it just felt so sexy. I have an app. Like it just felt really, I don't know, like cool. And I wanted to be cutting edge. So I created this money tracking app because I talk about money tracking. And so it costs about $10,000 to do it, which, you know, at the time was was bit, bit, quite a bit of a chunk. And I, I mean, it's really pretty. Um, it's lovely. But right towards the end, the podcast developer, sorry, the uh, app developer was like, uh, how much do you want to charge for it? And I was like, oh, crap, I hadn't even thought about that. Like, what do people charge? And he's like, well, you know, you could do a one-off thing. So it could be like $2.99, $3.99, $4.99, or you could do like a monthly thing, like 99 cents a month. And I was just like, oh, man. And I could just see ahead to people sending me messages saying, oh, your app doesn't work and getting really angry. Um, and I've noticed this for, for myself. It's like... It actually doesn't matter how much you're charging, you're still going to get the same amount of angry customers. And I call this the 3% rule. 3% of your customers are going to be like angry, disappointed, some cases abusive, some cases just like disappointed, which hurts so much. And just like sometimes pain in the butts, right? And so I was like, oh man, I actually don't want to deal with any of that customer service. So we decided to make the app free. Because then if it doesn't work, and I'm sorry if you've used it and it doesn't work, I'm not under that much obligation to fix it. I'm just like, oh, I'm sorry it doesn't work for you. Like that's that really sucks. But I didn't want to have to go into an area that I don't know much about, constantly have to pay developers to fix things um, for $2 a month. 
Now, if you're in my money bootcamp and you've paid me $2,000 to join my course and tech doesn't work, well, I have customer service in like in place to be able to deal with that, right? And so for me, I decided not to monetize that app. You could do a similar thing with almost anything in your business. So podcast, you might wonder if you're a regular listener of Chill and Prosper, why I don't put ads in this podcast. And the reason is, is because that is a whole separate arm of a business. Like that has logistical implications. I would have to find sponsors or I would have to sign up to a sponsorship thing. I would have to make sure that I'm tracking my downloads for my sponsors and probably doing reports. I would be beholden to somebody. If um, I had an ad for something and then later on that company like did something bad, I would have to go and redo all of those ads. So for me, it's not my business to monetize my podcast. And so I don't care about making it free. I still have ad breaks, but they're ad breaks for my products. (laughs) So it's like the ad break is like, hey, Denise has got this great book. Go buy this book. Oh, Denise has got a great boot camp. Go buy this boot camp. So I can I control all of that. Now, does that mean that you don't charge for your app? You don't charge for your podcast? Not at all. If that is your business and you have the bandwidth to do that and to do it properly and to put energy into it, go forth and do it. But it's also okay for some of those things just to be marketing channels for a, a bigger purpose. So for me, um, everything in my business, we have a motto all roads lead to boot camp. All roads lead to boot camp. And so I personally don't want the logistical implications of having bigger team, bigger customer service to fix things that like, to be honest, yes, I could probably make a couple of thousand dollars out of podcast advertising, but it's easier for me to make money out of Money Bootcamp. That's where I concentrate my customer service. That's where I concentrate my energy. And that's where at the moment I make my money. Now, you might do speaking and training. A lot of people speak for free. And that's cool too. So you just want to know why you're doing something. If you're speaking and coaching for free, what's the benefit that you get out of it? I used to do it a lot because people would go, oh, well, you can record it and it will be part of your sizzle reel. And then you know what? They never freaking send, (laughs) they never send it to you. Or I'll do it in exchange for a testimonial and they never send the freaking testimonial. Or they say, oh, and then you can sell your thing. And like, I'm not good at selling from the stage. So it just would have been a waste of time for me. So for me, I actually do charge for speaking because it's not my necessarily my favorite thing to do. So if you love speaking and it works out for you in lots of different ways and you make money out of it eventually down the track, go for it and do it. For me, doesn't feel good. And this is the this is the kind of question, right? Is does it feel good to you? Does it feel good? So for me, it feels good having a free podcast. I don't feel feel like anyone's taking advantage of me. I'm super grateful that you guys even listen. I'm super grateful for all the feedback and and I I love doing it, right? It costs me money to do. It absolutely cr- costs me money to create, but it's easy for me. I don't have to think about another arm of my business about advertising. For my app, it's easy for it to be free. It's generous. It's easy. I've already created it but I have no interest in monetizing that at the moment. Okay, but for speaking, it actually doesn't feel good for me to do it for free. It actually makes me feel 
like, to be honest, it makes me feel icky doing it for free. It makes me feel like my life force is being sucked out of me (laughs) and I get off stage and I just go, oh, I don't feel good. So it has to be win-win. So really look at everything that you're doing in your business. It's okay to not do it. Like at some point I might not do a podcast all the time. At some point I might discontinue my app. Um, I might even do more speaking and training in the future or I might do some more of that for free. I don't really... I don't really know. But you can write down everything that you want to do in your business. What's the customer service implications? What are the logistical implications of that? And would your time and energy be worth doing something else? Like everything's a trade-off, right? So at the moment, um, I don't do any interviews. I used to do, I don't know, 200 podcast interviews a year. And I'm taking a break from that because I need to work on books. Books are a really big strategy for, for me at the moment. I'm creating a whole bunch of money mindset guides. Um, and that for me is where I want to spend my money, sorry, spend my time and energy. Now, as I'm creating those books, so I'm doing money mindset for writers, money mindset for health coaches, money mindset for dance teachers. Like there's no limit to the amount of books that I can write. And each one will lead to money boot camp. So a question for me was, well, do I make those books free or do I charge for them? And I'm going to tell you about that after the break, what decision I made about that and um, how it might help you in pricing some of your stuff too. And then I'm also going to share exactly how I make my money, what things I do monetize and what things I don't. Speak to you soon. Hi, I'm Laura of Laura Cruz Coaching and I live in Bedfordshire in the UK. I work with women in part two of their lives, i.e. the bit where they get to put the focus back on them so that they can identify and ultimately achieve their wildest dreams. Why do I do that? Well, because I think it's too easy to stop dreaming once you become an adult. Why can't you still follow your dreams in your 40s? I came across Denise a couple of years ago when her book Get Rich Lucky Bitch was recommended to me and I put it on my Christmas list. My kids laughed when they saw the title, but I told them to watch out because I too was going to get rich and be a lucky bitch. I love the way Denise writes and talks. It's like listening to a friend. The biggest light bulb moment for me is when she talks about getting really specific with your goals. Saying you want to be successful in your business is nowhere near enough. You need to know what that looks like, feels like, maybe even smells like. I often find myself dipping back into the book to help me get past a particular block. And of course, now with the podcast to listen to, I have a little bit of Denise in my life each week. I've recommended this book to so many people and actually got in trouble on Facebook because they thought my comment was offensive and that I was calling the other person a name. Oh, Facebook, get with the program. So thank you, Denise. I love the work that you do. and I can't wait to hear myself on the Chill and Prosper podcast. Okay, welcome back. Um, We are talking about does everything in your business need to be monetized? What should you put a price on and what shouldn't you? And I hope you got this already, but what... What I make decisions on that um, could be completely different to you, okay? So there's no right or wrong at all. It's just you just have to know what are the implications, what are the logistics involved in every part of your business and you want to do that or not um, because you don't have to do everything. You don't have to do everything all at the same time. That's totally cool. So just before the break, I mentioned that I'm creating a whole bunch of books. So... um, my inspiration for these books is the, you know, the 
for dummies guides. So like internet for dummies, singing for dummies, all these things. And they've written like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of these books. And so when people come and join my money boot camp or when they read one of my money books, they always say, yeah, but Denise, but I'm I'm a dance teacher. So your advice doesn't really work for me. I'm different. And I say, well, yes, actually, there are some nuances, but you're still going to have money blocks. So I decided that I would create a whole series of books, um, and I'm writing them with with my beautiful co-author, Chris Emery, who's helping me do the logistics of it, and a whole team, and it's a whole production, right? And so money mindset for writers, money mindset for health practitioners. um, I want to do money mindset for real estate professionals, money mindset for dance teachers, money, and I'm just going to keep on going basically. And the first one took like a year to, to create and then I think we're going to get a really great system to get them out because we want to make sure that, um, you know, as many professions as possible find their like money blocks, right? So the question I, I said was, do I charge for them or do I not? So I don't charge for my podcast. I don't do advertising on that. I don't charge for my app. I have tons of freebies all around that I don't charge for. I do charge for speaking and training. Um, I don't charge for interviews and you know those kind of trainings. So what am I doing about these books? I really had a thought about this because remember, everything has customer service implications. And if I was just selling them myself, um, I would maybe, I don't know, they're, like there would be customer service, right? But I'm actually doing them through Amazon. I'm doing a Kindle version and a paperback through Amazon. So if someone has technical problems, they don't need to come to me. They can go to Amazon who have got a freaking 24-7 customer service team, right? So I was like, okay, well, I I don't have to worry about customer service. Um, I'm going to try and make things really easy. So um, every book is going to have... Uh, you know, like bonuses so they can come over and get bonuses so they'll be on my list. So I was like, okay, cool. Well, then, you know, do I need to even charge for these? I actually have decided to charge a normal book price for them because this is going to be a little test, right? Money Bootcamp is $2,000 and I don't have anything f- for, for sale, beyond that, right? It's not like I've got a $7, then a $27, then a $37, then a $100, a $250. I don't have an Ascension model. There's nothing wrong with that. Lots of people do. I've had it in the past and it was great. But I wanted to make an experiment in my business to say like, I'm either free or it's money bootcamp. Like, and I was saying free or expensive, but people get a bit People don't like that word expensive because it's so meaningless. What's expensive for one person is not expensive for another person. So I was like, free or money boot camp. So you come to my website, it's like you can consume all my free stuff, but if you want to work with me, it, it's going to cost you a couple of thousand dollars, right, to join my money boot camp. And there's nothing else. But I decided to charge for these books because I thought if someone's willing to spend, you know, $10, and that's the books will be like $10, $15, it's, it could also be a really good – like just a test, right? To see, well, look, you know, if someone can't afford $10, $15, they're not ready to work with me in Money Bootcamp. And I have tons of free resources on my website that someone who doesn't, you know, have any money, they they can listen to this. They can read articles on my blog. So I just thought, okay, I am going to charge for those books. And so that being said, look at everything you're offering. Some of the things that you're giving away for free, they could be chargeable. 
you could create that into a little e-course. You could make it into, um, some people call these the self-liquidating offer, the slow, which is basically, it just pays for your ad spend. You know, it could just um, pay for itself kind of thing. Or it could be something that's an upsell to something else, you know. So there is absolutely no right or wrong. But if you're getting customer service questions for things all the time about something you don't really care, like care that much about or it's annoying you, maybe make it free or discontinue it completely. It's totally, totally up to you. Okay, so you might be curious about like how I make money in my business and what is um, what I actually do charge for. So my books with Hay House, so I've got three books published with Hay House. I've got Lucky Bitch, Get Rich, Lucky Bitch, and um, Chillpreneur, which is renamed Chill and Prosper in the second edition. Um, the... I mean, they're like owned by Hay House now, so I get royalties. I get about a dollar a book in that. So, you know, twice a year I'll get a, a royalty that might be $20,000, $30,000 twice a year, which is nice. That's really cool. Um, for my books, though, I do see them as like business cards for everything else I do. But hey, I may as well I may as well get paid for those. Um, and as I said, those new books will be, will be charged as well. So then what else? What else do I have for sale? So, at the moment, it's pretty much you come and join Money Bootcamp. Um, but that being said, I also make money from being an affiliate. So I'm an affiliate for some courses that I've taken that I love. And we put a lot of time and energy into that affiliate campaign. We treat it like it's our business. And, you know, we can often make up to a million dollars a year in um, promoting other people's courses. Now, some people really resist doing things like this because they think that if they receive affiliate income from something, then like it kind of dirties that recommendation. And especially if you're like a connector kind of person, you're always recommending things. You might think, oh, no, people won't think it's authentic if I get a royalty from it. Um, but that's not true. You are someone of high integrity and you curate things. So it's totally okay to do like a resources page on your website with affiliate links to things that you've used and loved. You may as well. Um, it's totally okay to recommend things and receive money in return. Now, I don't do that with everything. There's sometimes someone goes, oh, can you share my thing? And I go, oh, yeah, cool, if it's a friend. Um, and they're like, do you want an affiliate link? I go, oh, no, no, that's fine. I can't be bothered. <laughs> I can't be bothered doing the logistics. Um, so I tend to just do the really big ones. But like when I send people a link to my book, I'm sending them like an Amazon affiliate link. I'm like, I may as well get paid my dollar for my book and I may as well get a little bit of money from Amazon as well, right? Um, but that's at no extra cost to to customers, and it doesn't really it, the money doesn't come directly to me in a way. Um, as I said, speaking fees I charge for speaking pretty much because I don't like leaving my house. And you, if you ask me to speak at your event, you have to lure me out of my house with money because <laughs> I can't be lured out anymore for just like exposure. I can't be lured out for like a free night away in a hotel. I need to be lured out with money. Um, so I would say like 80% of my money probably comes from Money Bootcamp. Um, you know, oh, it depends on the year. Sometimes it's 50-50 if I ever do a big affiliate year. Um, that could be a third of my income sometimes comes from affiliates if we do that big million dollar year. Speaking fees, I would do a handful, like one or two, max four or five I've done in a year. I just most of the time... It's just not my thing. And then, as I said, I, I probably make about between 
forty and sixty thousand dollars a year from books. But I'm not monetizing everything else. You know, could I make a couple? As I said, make a couple of thousand dollars out of podcasts? Absolutely. Could I monetize my app? Make it another couple of thousand dollars? Yeah, absolutely. Could I do more speaking and training? Yeah, but I don't really want to. So the lesson here is not everything needs to be monetized. It's totally okay to pick and choose what works for you. It's totally okay to do things in a different way. It's totally okay for you to do my model, which is free or money bootcamp, or it's totally okay to do an ascension model and have a a lot of different things. Just everything comes with energy trade-offs. Everything comes with customer service implications. That's it. Um, And I I tend to do things that are easier for me than not. Okay, but easy looks different for everybody. All right, so hopefully uh, hopefully, I've given you some food for thought there. Um, maybe you're going to change some things. Maybe you're going to add some price tags on some things and take things off other things. That's cool too. Um, I would love to hear your ahas about this episode. But um, stick around and I've got one more final thought for you too. Hi, my name's Jenny Hashem Wilson. I'm the founder of Abram Wilson which is a non-profit that supports up-and-coming musicians and young disadvantaged people unlock their creative potential by opening doors to the music industry. I have a gorgeous little cockapoo called Misty, who's nearly two, and I split my time between the north of England and London. I joined Money Bootcamp uh, at the beginning of 2017. Um, I'd read Get Rich Lucky Bitch, um, which had been recommended by Leonie Dawson. Um, And I was at a point where I'd been working for my foundation full-time, paid uh, for just over a year. And I had realized that I had been stressing about money and cash flow every single day for that whole period. And I knew that something needed to change. Um, It did with Money Bootcamp. One of my biggest aha moments was making the connection between my dad's negative relationship with money and my fear of talking to donors and asking them to support my nonprofit, Abram Wilson. Um, since then, I've done Money Bootcamp twice. I've attended a couple of events uh, that Denise has done in London. Um, I uh, do the monthly coaching calls. Um, often I'll watch the playbacks because I um, can't fit them into work, but I always I always watch them. Um, and I love the community. I love how chill she is. I love her chill and prosper um, kind of mindset and mantra. And if you want to grow your business, um, I couldn't recommend Denise highly enough. Okay, welcome back. My final thought is about um, changing your mind, changing your mind because some people really are reluctant to change their mind because maybe you've been called a flake. Maybe you've heard so much as a kid like, oh, you've made your bed now. Now you have to lie in it. Or maybe you just like you really struggle to like shift and change things. And so you're happy to keep on throwing money at something even though you know it's no longer a fit for you. So I had to do this recently. I had to change my mind about something and it, it really like it inconvenienced people and I had to deal with the fallout of that. And it actually the fallout wasn't bad. It was all in my head. I was like, oh, they're going to think I'm such a bitch. They're going to think I'm such a flake. I'm such a diva asking for what I want. And this has been such a big lesson for me that over the years I've made some very unpopular kind of decisions in my family and it's always been for my highest good always. So if you struggle with that because you don't want to let other people down, you don't want to inconvenience other people, you don't want to have to deal with maybe it's going to cost more money, but it really like something's just not sitting right with you, an affirmation for you could be it's safe for me to change my mind. 
It's safe for me to redefine what I want. It's safe for me to say no, even after I've said yes. And my daughter came home from school in her first year of kindy and she said, you get what you get and you don't get upset. And I went, oh God, it starts so early. And I said, no, everything can be renegotiated. And we even say that to them. Cool, if you change your mind, like convince us, you know, like persuade us. <laughs> so we're trying to teach our kids too that within reason, you know, it's okay to negotiate things because um, it really starts from that young age. So where is it not being safe for you to change your mind and redefine things and renegotiate your boundaries and ask for what you want? Something to ponder on. All right. I will see you next week for another edition of Chill and Prosper. Have an amazing week. Bye. Thanks for listening to Chill and Prosper. Tell your friends to chill and prosper. Review and subscribe. We hope you had a very good time.